Hey, uh, Jeremy here. I realized after I recorded this episode that I should probably put something at the top and just give everybody a heads up. This is a, this is a little more colorful than we've been in a while, so uh, just be forewarned. Lis- listener discretion is advised, I guess you could say. It harkens back to the old days of Nerd Out Loud uh, where we talk about and so anyway, be forewarned. Uh, thanks for listening and... We'll talk to you soon. Welcome to Nerd Out Loud, everybody. This is uh, – we're recording on November 11th, 2000 uh, – uh, the Lord of – in the year no. of our Lord, 2015. <laughs> That's what it is. You're about as good as that uh, as, as I am. I was going to say, I, I was actually doing a really good impression of you because I was stuttering all over myself. Hello and welcome to episode – 109 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Today is Wednesday, November 11th, the year of our Lord, 2015. I am Jeremy Holmes, and I am joined by my illustrious, wonderful, gorgeous friend... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jeremy Henson. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hi, everybody. It's me again. <laughs> Jeremy, I have to let you know, uh, hearing us go from just BSing with each other back and forth into your show voice mm. and hearing your inflection, it's so good to hear you again, my man. It's so good. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been yeah, a while. I hear that inflection come in mm. and I'm like, oh, hey, it's it, that's the Jeremy I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm uh I was telling you before we started recording, I'm like actually nervous for some reason. <laughs> well, you should be, man. Comebacks are hard to do. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. I don't even I think it's been three weeks. Maybe. Two weeks. I don't <laughs> it hasn't know. been that long. It feels like it feels like a lifetime. Weirdly <laughs> enough, Christy is actually downstairs right now recording an episode of her wildly successful podcast Little Red Bandwagon with uh Amy, the oh my God, listener that's been listening to Eureka Podcast. So for those of you that don't know, which is probably none of you that are listening to this, Jeremy Henson, yeah. uh, friend of the show, Jeremy Henson, is also, you have your own podca- pod- podcast. <laughs> I do have a podcast. As my one podcast. is um, legally required to have nowadays. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and... uh and so Amy, uh, Madam Woolite on Twitter, we've talked about her. She just went through and listened to all of our shows. And then as a result, found out about you guys Yep. and is now going through and listening to all of your shows. And that had to be the biggest culture shock in the world to go from <laughs> your guys' sweet show <laughs> to our pessimistic, uh, awful dredge of a show. So oh, you're, you're too hard, too hard on yourself. So I'm hard on everybody, man. I'm sure that you know we'll give you a chance to give out the website again, but just in case sure. people don't make it through to the end of this show, which is that's a very realistic possibility. I mean, it's actually if, my goal. If they've made it this far, that's already a miracle. But how do people <laughs> find your show? What is it? What What is your like? What is your guys's thing? Uh, we are Eureka Podcast. You can find us www.eurekapodcast.com. We don't do anything on there because we just assume pretty much everybody goes through iTunes. Um, and really, you know, ever since I've taken over the uh, editing duties and like posting duties, I don't know how to get to our website to post the, the, <laughs> the episodes and hmm. Craig hasn't been doing it. So 
you know, you can go over there to www.eurekapodcast.com, but not much happens there. We're more on Twitter, Eureka Podcast, uh, at Eureka Podcast, at Ain't No Swayze, at An Average Gatsby. And that's, uh, that's us. We're, we, uh, for a synopsis real quick. We're just a couple guys. Uh, we're, we are that, uh, stereotype of a podcast of a couple guys, uh, in their shed doing a podcast, but we've expanded from that because Craig has gotten a life. My co-host has gotten a life and he has moved away and he's living in Kansas city. So we do everything via Skype these days. And, uh, we just talk about our lives and our different views on pop culture because we are from tiny little towns in Kansas and have a odd warped uh point of view as to whatever everything's going on in the world so yeah well and you guys I, i've been wanting to talk to you about this okay and i'm sure any anybody that is listening to this that listens to your guys the show probably has a question about this on a okay. recent episode i think it was mm, two episodes ago or one I, I can't remember which one it was at the very end at the very very uh. end <laughs> like in the easter egg at the very end of the episode craig your co-host goes he was talking about he's a huge baseball fan. He goes uh -huh. to he went to a, a World Series game. Yeah. World Series game one. And it went really long. And then he was like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, it, that's not all that happened that night. Uh, I also got engaged. <laughs> yes. Cut to music. <laughs> and then you guys music, have yes. had one or two shows since then. And it has not been discussed. One has dropped and another one has been recorded and it, it, it's not being discussed and it won't be discussed for a little while um, for for reasons that it, it's too bizarre to get into. <laughs> Nothing going on between the two of them. It's not like he said he got engaged and then it – like th he decided not to be engaged. Mm -hmm. um, it's it, it's just – it's something else that we can't really talk about and I, I've probably already said too much but uh, – <laughs> Yeah, it, I thought it would be fun because once he said it, I said, oh, this is the greatest way to end the podcast ever. We're just going to cut and then go Never to – Never come back. <laughs> I did. That would have been a great way to just completely end the show altogether because it would have gone full circle because there was an episode early on in Eureka Podcast lore where – I was really worried about him. Like he, you know, he, he was in a rut. He, uh, he, he was worried he was going to be single for the rest of his life. He, uh, was, was in counseling and all this type of stuff. And you can go back and, and listen. It's, it's an older episode. It's, uh, getting to know Craig, I think is the title of that episode mm. where, I mean, he breaks down and cries at one point in time. And God damn it, if I wasn't really close to doing it too. Yeah. And, uh, so it goes from that. Full circle into him being, you know, engaged and, and now, you know, like I said, we, we can't talk about it much right now, but we will. We yeah. will get into all that eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was worried at first just because he, it didn't get brought up again. And I thought maybe, like you said, something had gone wrong, which is, mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, that's why I made a point of proposing to Christy in a very public way. Uh. Because <laughs> there's, I mean, she, if for no other reason, she will get married to me because she's, I mean, everybody knows at this point. Right. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, she's, she's, she's stuck with me, I guess, more or less. So, Jeremy, let, let me ask you this. Today is, uh, Veterans Day, right? Hmm? Veterans mm -hmm. Day. Um, mm -hmm. I always get Veterans Day and Memorial Day mixed up. I'm probably already offending people. I'm terrified of even bringing this up. But, uh, okay. So it's, it's a Wednesday. Yes. Excuse me. It's a Wednesday. It's Veterans Day. Uh, is it me or was Veterans Day usually on a Monday? I don't know about that. I I, I wonder if it. Oh, 
I don't know. I yeah. have no idea, to be I, honest with you. I feel like it's never been as big of a deal as it has been the last few years. I, I, I so I've talked to three or four people about this. Uh, let, let me rewind a little bit. Have you ever okay. heard of, do you know who the Berenstein Bears are? I'd love them. Yes. Have you ever heard of the Berenstein Bears problem? It's, it's, uh, to me, it's when you when you get to the last page of the book, that's a problem. <laughs> have how, okay. So, how do you think you spell Berenstein? Oh, you're doing this to me. <laughs> well, okay. So the the lot the end of it. It uh, E-I-N or I E N E I N right Berenstein okay. or I E N yeah. or whatever. Did yeah. you know that it's actually Berenstein? No, it's, it's A-I-N. So, so you've just, you've just rocked my world. Right. Well, this is what's insane is that everybody that you talk to it about, about it says that. So there's this thing called the Berenstein Bears problem where okay. somebody, somebody has a theory. I think I read it on AV Club or something. I'll, I'll try and find the article and, uh, and put it in the show notes. But so somebody came up with this theory that, uh, basically, um, things like that are evidence that an alternate, that alternate parallel universes exist. Oh, and interesting. That somehow we, you know, we existed in a universe where it was Berenstein Bears for, for our childhood growing yeah. up. And then yeah. something happened and we like skipped over to another plane or something. And now it's Berenstein Bears <laughs> because everybody's confused. Well, yeah, but either that or it could be that we were children when we learned about this okay. and uh, children are really, really dumb. Or I mean, children are dumb. it could be that there's alternate universes, which is you know, what I'm saying. You know, those are the two only options there are, I think, in this argument. Right. <laughs> well, and I think that this is exactly what happened with Veterans Day. I think Veterans Day always used to be on a Monday. It was like one of those bank holidays that they did. <sighs> I, I hate to Google you on this one, but Google says that it's annually on November 11th. Well, Google also says that it's Berenstain Bears. So they're in on it. So, well, no, we or are now in a universe, universe where it has always been that way. Maybe Google's a perpetrator of all this, though. Maybe Google is the one is oh is God. the reason why <laughs> yeah. there's alternate universes. Maybe it's just Google, actually. Just it's yeah. just Google screwing with us. Some guy that's bored and was like, "Hmm, I'm gonna make everybody think that it's actually Baron Stain and just see what happens." <laughs> are are you are are you one of those people who is uh, just everything's about the military for you? Oh no. Thank you. No. Okay. I am no. not either. I think it's really tacky, mm -hmm. in fact. You know, like everybody who – anything you put on Facebook where it's just like, hey, it's a beautiful sky out there. And it's like, oh, what about the veterans? Like, what? What are you – this has nothing to do with that. Or yeah. if somebody gets a reward – Freedom's award not free, for, Jeremy. <laughs> you're right. Freedom's Freedom not free. isn't free. But I, I mean like if somebody gets an award for something and they're like, what about a soldier who did this, this, and this? It's like I, I get it. But soldiers can't get every re every award. They can't get every single thing. Didn't you go off on a rant on your show about how veterans aren't heroes? That's a very simplified state way to say it. But mm -hmm. no. Um, <laughs> not no -ish. every veteran is a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, but all veterans have a potential of being a hero. I mean, they may have done something heroic, but just because you served in the military doesn't mean that you are automatically a hero. I, I feel the same way about cops. I feel the same way about firemen. Just because you put the uniform on 
doesn't automatically make you a hero. Mm-hmm. It doesn't because there are some asshole cops out there. Regardless sure. of then, and obviously you got to put the caveat on there. There are some heroes too. Mm-hmm. Not but all there cops. Are some asshole cops. Not yes. all cops. Not. There are some asshole firemen, mm-hmm. and there are some asshole soldiers, and there are some soldiers that there are some people I know that didn't have any other options and had failed at everything else in their life and fell back yeah. to being a soldier. They're not a hero in my opinion. Unless they go on and do something heroic, yes, that's awesome. Yeah. But anywho, anywho. yes, I do love our veterans, but mm. I I, I <laughs> don't want to have sex with all of them. Mm-hmm. So alternate universe, no. I mean – Oh wow, that's where we went. I'm sorry, we started with that. Uh, no, not an alternate universe. Man, that's I don't no think fun. so. That's no fun. I don't think so. Well, I, I have a, uh, I, I got an email from a friend of the show, a woman by the name of Christy Wise. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of her. Friend <laughs> of the show. <laughs> My. Uh, yeah, well, I, I think I, I would call her a friend of the show, but she's not even a listener. My. No, 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 she's not. She's been on a no. few times. She's been she's, on, but she never listens. She's been on, let's see, this is episode 109. She's been on uh, 107 of the episodes. <laughs> so, Ironically, well, the two that she hasn't been on have both been me. Oh, oh, I guess. Right? Oh, so 106. I did one solo, which was terrifying okay. and horrible. Uh, but, uh, but so, yeah, I guess, I guess all, all but a, a handful, we'll say. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm <laughs> just going to play this voicemail now. Okay. Hello, Christy here, longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> I have a question for the Jeremys. You both are uh, self proclaimed narcissists and you love yourselves very much. I was wondering if there was a clone of you, would you have sex with that clone? Hmm. Would I have sex with your clone, Jeremy? <laughs> you know Is what? That what she's asking me? When I listened to it, that was the first thing that I thought. I was like, wait a minute. Am I having sex with my clone or am I having sex with the clone of Jeremy Henson? <laughs> I mean, the answer to both is maybe. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's, see, that's, that's a good question because it's the age-old question of if you could give yourself a blowjob, would you, would you suck your own unit? Mm-hmm. And, you know, after years of trying, I gave up. Right. But I think that's a little different than actually having sex with – it's another man. Mm-hmm. It's it's another man. And, OK, let's do this. I talk about porn on my show every once in a while. Mm-hmm. What – when you are looking at the you porn or the X hamster or the X video or the porn furor or whatever it is, mm-hmm. just making up random names, what's your category? What do you go to? Mm. Uh, you know, I don't, uh, I, you've got a category. Come on. I'm not I saying don't. it's saved as a bookmark. I don't, I apologize. You don't go to the main page. You go and look, there's a, there's a, there's, there's a tags and well, categories that you go to. So, uh, God, come on. This now. is going to make me it's sound, me. this is going to make me sound like a, uh, 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 a crazy, a crazy liberal. I, I, I kind of have a hard time with porn. It might be some of my, um, my, uh, programming of the first, oh, yeah. th- you know, 20 years of my life, gotcha. um, convincing me that, um, sexual pleasure is, 
a, a, a bad thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I used to cry. I used to cry naked in the bathroom after after a session, as I call it, mm-hmm. because I thought I thought I was going to, I was getting cancer. I, I used to get really bad. I used to get really bad headaches afterwards hmm. for some reason, really? and I was convinced that it was God. Uh, or uh, that God had like left me because of my sin and oh that what was happening to me was that like cancer was filling my body because of the sin. And that's why you, my you cancer too. You thought, you thought cancer. I yeah. thought cancer. Yeah. I, I remember one time I was in church. I was probably sixth grade. And I, what I used to do is I used to go to like the Sears catalog and rip out like a little section, mm. like, like. If it was a busty chick with a bra on there. Mm-hmm. I just ripped that out and I'd keep it in my eyeglasses case. And I'd, I'd, I'd look at it like a Game Informer and a Hollywood from Cool World. Yeah. Do you remember that? It was Kim Basinger as mm-hmm. a cartoon, sexy as hell. Ripped that guy out of there. You know, and I just I'd, – I'd keep little things. And I, and I remember I was in church and I was thinking about this and I'm like, this is awful. I can't believe I'm doing this. I, I shouldn't be doing this. And so I went through and I thought if I – as I was praying, I've never told this story. <laughs> I thought if as I was praying, I tried to purge all of those images mm-hmm. that they would be out for good and I would it would never happen again. I would never mm. I would never jerk off. I would never have to worry about it. And so I went through and I, I started I was praying and I was trying to picture all of them and release them to God and I got the biggest boner in the middle of church. Mm. <laughs> it was really embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. So I ran downstairs and released the demon, if you know what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> at, yeah. at, at, in church. So oh. that was well, I, I lived in a church for a while. So. Well, oh, so uh, you had to release the demon every once in a while, too? There are some demons that were released, I guess you could say. So, <laughs> so you don't have a category? I don't really. I mean, I don't really go to like normal, t- traditional sites like that when that's what i'm looking for like uh you know i have yeah are you still early in your spank game where you can just like watch a cmt video with the girls with like a or or mtv video with a girl with a nice ass or something like that yeah still get it off yeah it doesn't take much i i think um adam is it adam carolla that always talks about like not needing lube and oh yeah you know like i can do it anywhere whatever that yep i i'm very much like that i'm very much like that i have dextrous ambidextrous if if, if that's not what if that's not the word he uses i'm coining that right now ambidextrous (laughs) ambidextrous you can do it anywhere left-handed right-handed in the in the closet and anywhere Mm. i'm I'm impressed actually (laughs) that's pretty it's pretty good sure but see the reason uh necessity is the mother of invention as yes. they say and there are times when you just got to get you just you just got to do what you got to do you got to exercise demon. You, maybe you're not going to have you're not going to have a bottle of lotion maybe you're not going to have you know a a bucket of olive oil or whatever it is that people use i'm not a lube guy don't use lube don't need it yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that one with so you on that one the question jeremy yes would you have sex with your clone i'm answering this in a roundabout way I asked you about your category because my category, no matter what, is a mirror. Has, is what <laughs> a mirror? No, <laughs> that would be the answer to your question. <laughs> no, the category, no matter what, includes either busty, mm-hmm. big boob, mm-hmm. big tit, which I hate. I hate that phrase, big Ooh. tits. Well, you uh, would like my clone then. <laughs> <laughs> big ass. <laughs> 
It's got to include some of that. Hmm. And with with my weight loss, I don't have the big boobs like I used to. Oh, so man. if I if I have a clone, you know, I, I'm gonna look at it and I'm gonna be like, "You're awesome." Yeah, you. <laughs> You're awesome. You, I want to hang out with you. I want to hang out with you, but you I don't want to sleep friend. with you. I'm not attracted to you, but it doesn't mean I don't want to spend the rest of my life with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you deserve all of all. Actually, you know what? He's single now. He gets to go off and have all the sex that he wants as as the new clone Jeremy and then come back and tell me all about it. So, and that wouldn't be cheating <laughs> you can, for me. You're going to live vicariously through your clone. Live vicariously through my people. clone or God forbid – Maybe we switch it up every once in a while, and he comes <laughs> and he has some fun with like my a, wife. You like know, a Freaky Friday situation. <laughs> I would have a threesome with my with my clone. Oh, so How's you that? would have a threesome with your clone, but you would. Yes, I see. I would share my wife with my clone. We'd wow. be high fiving the entire time. That's uh, that's okay. All right, there yeah, you go. That's fair. So I, I would, I, I would have a threesome with my clone. What I about you, Mister Holmes? Oh yeah, in you can't in a get second. out of this. No, I you would, would. Oh, for sure, in a second. Yeah, you go further. You're you're further on the scale of straight to gay. You're fu- you're further along the gay than I am, though. Yeah. Well, I think that I they. Think. I think that the term is hetero flexible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe never. See. Maybe never dove full in, but you know, waiting okay. pool. Well, this this gets interesting. See, I'm I'm probably about I would say twenty seven percent gay. Seventy three percent straight. I can look at a dude and be like, "God damn, that guy's hot." Yeah, and like sit there and actually look and be like, "Man, look at those abs. Those are, man, that's pretty." And a lot of it's because I want to have those abs, not like pushing my cheek on those abs, but like I want those abs to be on my body. Mm-hmm. But, but it's also I, I can recognize that they're attractive, and I'll find myself just like looking and and being like, "Jesus Christ, that is an attractive gentleman." But it doesn't go far enough to where my my pants start to get tight or anything right so all right well this is 27 percent. i'm comfortable with that yeah where would you you'd be I, 35 40 i guess i don't know I, I you know i haven't really put uh math isn't my specialty i'm not real <laughs> i haven't really put a thought into the percentage i guess i know i, I 40, you just told me your 30, category 35 you just, 40 you just told me your category what you like to delve into the game every once in a while <laughs> that's a i get mate that was a revealing laugh. Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Okay. Um, all right. All right. I know well, what you're going to be editing out of this speaking podcast. Speaking of uh, changing the subject, here's this other. Here's this other thing I wanted to talk to you about. We've met. You live on in another part of this wonderful country, the United States of America. You live yes. in um, the middle of the United States. Smack dab. The the gateway to the east, as we call it, the 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 Kansas City where the Kansas City Arch is. Yes, <laughs> the Bay City of Kansas City uh, is where you live. But we've met. We we've met. No, real- see, you keep saying I live in Kansas City. I'm two hours south of there, and not two hours city driving. I'm I'm mm. like 150 miles south. I see. So it's it's pretty. Like you get to drive eighty miles an hour out of the city and get to my place. So uh, two hours, eighty miles an hour. It's we're we're pretty pretty, pretty far cool. away. But Par- Parsons is the name of the city that you live in. Parsons, Kansas. Parsons. That's right. So we've met, but we met in real life. That's what I'm getting to. Me and Chris, we flew yep. out there to see a, the Seahawks play, to meet up with you guys, to eat some delicious barbecue. 
mm-hmm. to meet mm-hmm. your uh, uh, you and Craig and your significant others. Yes. Now Craig's fiance. Oh. Um. Okay, so we met in real life. Meeting people off the internet is something that I've done quite a bit of. I mean, that's more mm-hmm. or less how I met Christy was at a meetup thing, meeting people off of the internet. So I found right, this... but but you didn't you didn't know her on the internet prior to that. Though, no, did you? I didn't. Okay, okay, no. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I found this article from WikiHow, one of my favorite websites, by the way. The illustrations alone are yeah. worth going to this website. They're fun, but like if you're really trying to figure something out, like how to fix a sump pump, mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't really help you much. Mm-hmm. I would try. I would try YouTube for that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, uh, I found this article on WikiHow: How to safely meet a person you met online, and I thought what we could do is just go over some of these things and uh, okay. and see how well you and I did uh, when we met the first time. And we are on opposite 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 ends of the spectrum on, on this um, because you are the only person I've ever met online. Ooh. Whereas you've met a bunch of people yeah. that you know originated online. I have only met you well and, and Christy, I suppose. But yeah. You as a group. So were you were you nervous? Um I, I wasn't necessarily nervous because I did, you know, you and I chatted for I mean we we were chatting a bunch. I've been on your podcast and all that type of stuff. Uh, so I wasn't necessarily nervous, but I remember when I first started talking to you online, I was just like, this is weird because I, I like this person Mm -hmm. and I never pictured myself actually meeting anybody online. Uh, and then it got to the point where it was like, uh, oh shit, we're actually going to meet IRL as they say. And so uh, like setting it up, I was a little nervous, but once it got to the point where I was about to meet you, I was fine. But yeah, I, I used to make fun of people for meeting people online. I used to – I was still old school about about all that. So mm-hmm. it was weird. It was weird. All right. Um, well, step one, don't put too much personal information on your social networking pages. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm an open book. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I include podcast as, as like social networking yep. to me because, I mean, it's it's on the internet and – the only reason why I have Twitter is for the podcast. So all of my information are are, are, are on these podcasts. So yeah. I, I think I failed on that one. Yeah, I think we both failed on that one. Uh, Don't you have two. your phone number on Facebook or something? I do. Yeah, I used and to your have social security number and everything. No, no, I wrote my <laughs> social security number on like the sixth page of some document and then faxed it to China or. <laughs> uh, seems to go around. Yeah. Uh, step two, tell a trusted adult that you intend to meet a person and give them a copy of the details you have received. Oh, wow. Uh, well, we were going with trusted adults. Yeah. Is this for people like 15 and under or something? Because <laughs> tell a trusted adult. They I mean, that's implying that you are not one. Hopefully they shouldn't be, uh, hopefully they shouldn't be teaching 15 year olds how to meet people that they met off the internet but you I would guess, think so i guess you never know why would you say trust uh, tell a trusted adult I, if you i guess were an well, adult it says trusted adult family member friend something like that so i think it's just tell another person okay i'm gonna i'm gonna start reading this with you under the microscope mm. of of me thinking that this is for kids mm. so let's let's continue on okay so did you do that you did you tell anybody that wasn't with you at the time like if I, if I would have killed everybody there when we met 
uh, people would have been able to figure out who did it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, we would put it on the internet, I guess. Um, I mean, it would have been a great podcast, <laughs> right? Yeah. Everybody uh, loves a whodunit. Do a bit of background checking. It's very easy to to be someone else online, no matter how long you've known them. You don't really know them. I, I would say, at least on my end, I I would call it a background check. Having listened to your podcast. Probably yes. learned more about you than I would have from any other way, including an actual background check. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I would also like to point out to you, I'm reading along with you right now. Search for details online. Ask around in school. Look in the phone book. Mm-hmm. You have to get as much information on them as you can to make sure they are the person uh, that they say they are. Age, school. Etc. This is for kids, man. Well, that's really this creepy. Is for kids. That makes it even creepier. This is so creepy. Ooh. <laughs> Step four: call them with an unlisted number. <laughs> Turn your caller ID sending off. Uh, oh, so so don't um b- don't let them have your phone number. I oh blew that God. one out of the water. Yes, uh, we had talked on the phone prior to meeting. I think. Well, and it's. I mean, it's my phone number is everywhere. As yes. is yours, right? Didn't you say you Googled yourself or something and the phone, your phone number popped up? I did. But most people can Google themselves and it'll, it'll pop up even if you have a cell phone, if you have enough information. I mean the fact that I've told you my name on this episode and said what town I'm in, yeah. I mean anybody could find me we'll find at you. this point. Yeah. So. Uh, and now we're just encouraging them to. <laughs> Jesus, are I'm we just going to make the episode title your phone number. <laughs> That's do that. That's probably what I'm going to do. Uh, do that. Step five, arrange to meet somewhere in public. We did do that. We did. We did meet in public. But to be fair, I mean, I wasn't from – I'm not from Kansas City. You're not from Kansas City. Yeah. And Craig wasn't even living in Kansas City at the time. So, I mean, we it would have had to been public. Where did, uh, where did we meet? We met at like uh, a barbecue place, right? Yeah. It was a barbecue place. That place was too full. So, we went to the German mm-hmm. place right next to it. Mm-hmm. And then we went over to Power and Light District and hung out down there. Yep. And Christy stole a glass. <laughs> yes. That's... I would like to point out that uh, under number five, it says, tell your parents where you are going. Does it really? Yeah. With whom and what time you'll be done. This is so weird. This I'm is really for kids. Dis- I'm really disturbed. Look that at the this picture. Is that exists on the internet. Look at the picture. These are kids. The, the picture of those two girls are oh, teenagers. Man. Number six, be sure to bring either two or more friends or a trusted adult. I guess you're right. Oh, this, uh, <laughs> this makes this seem so much more dirty for some reason. Did you see who wrote the article? No. It's Chester Chester T. Child Molester. (laughs) He's the one writing. Okay. If I was the one to write this article, step one would be. Don't. What the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. (laughs) Never meet anybody. You're, you're, you're you're 12. You can't legally, or you, it's against the the terms of service for you to have a Facebook account. What are you doing on here? Step, step, step six should not be talk to your parents about this. Mm -hmm. Step one should be tell your mom you're online right now. (laughs) Jesus. Well, I guess we all brought, we brought friend, we brought a friend, Katrina. You brought, um, your your lovely wife and Craig yeah. brought his his girlfriend. So there was some yeah. there are some other trusted adults there. I guess meet them. In, step seven, the last one. Meet them a few times under these circumstances until you are certain that they really are the person you've gotten to know online before giving them your details. Well, we already screwed that one up. Before dropping trow and letting them diddle you. <laughs> 
good God. Well, that took a dark turn. Oh. Avoid drinking. <laughs> this is under the tips section. Avoid <laughs> drinking alcohol before or during your meeting. This is for kids. <laughs> avoid drinking alcohol. How about just avoid drinking alcohol? <laughs> yes. Oh my God! This is oh that gosh. is that that's enlightening. I don't want to have kids. I'm not going to have kids. I, I, I go back and forth on that from time to time. But if this is just if there's a wiki how out there mm-hmm. on kids meeting strangers on the internet and like a, an approved way of doing it, I don't want to live in this world. I don't want to bring a child into it. Oh my God! So uh, there's I don't know. Uh, uh, there's a weird advertisement that just popped up on here for me. It's, okay. It's, uh, the website is chn love.com chin chin love.com and it just has a picture of an asian lady and it says sweet chinese women are ready to date you (laughs) check them out that's the wow that's the article on the creepy or that's the ad that's on the creepy uh the 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 creepy article about how to meet people on the internet that's written for kids well that took a that took a dark turn i didn't have that pop up but i'll tell you what that also tells me that another one of your categories is asian women because it's basing that off your search history i guess yeah maybe it's one of those (laughs) remarketing do you like how i just keep kind of not actually answering your question um yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right jeremy i have uh you you might recognize the theme song for this one uh uh, have have you heard our beloved segment? Am I a jerk? Oh, I've heard this. <laughs> yeah, this is a fun one, and the the, the jingle is so catchy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Am I a jerk? Yes, I'm a jerk. Everybody's jerking around. Yeah. Am I a jerk? Well, you be the judge. Jeremy's never seen the movie The Jerk. Yeah. Everybody's jerking around. I do think it's awesome that uh, one of your listeners said that uh, they had it stuck in their head the other day. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't actually know who that person is either. That was just a a, a real anonymous uh, caller to our to our phone line. That's awesome. I feel like that's that's that makes me feel good about my uh, conducting. No, not conducting songwriting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's That's it's multi-track you. You just pulled it off on the first on the first go around. Yeah. Well, I laid different tracks down. I, I don't know if you know how this works, Jeremy. <laughs> what you do is you lay the beat down first, and that was me doing the, mm-hmm. and then I did some uh, some other ones on top of that. <laughs> okay. Well, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. You don't have to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, I'm are you kidding. sure? God, are you I'm sure so you, do you want to have a sex with your clone, or <laughs> do we need to revisit that conversation? No, but I, I would like. To, let's revisit it for a second. I would also like to watch my clone have sex with mm. my wife. Hmm. Okay. So that would be uh, what's what's that category? Uh, uh, when when the uh, cuck- cuckold? Mm. I would be a cuckold. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I would be a cuckold if I was was doing that. But they would have to make my penis bigger. Hmm. Uh, well, if, if if we live in a world where there's clones, I'm sure that we can live in a world where they can make your clone with a bigger dick. Uh, they should. They um, really need to. It's, it should be addressed. <laughs> so, uh, am I a jerk, Jeremy? I'm going to let you decide on this one. Usually it's me that oftentimes is judging Christina. You, Yeah, for some reason you're the decider most of the time. Yeah, which is hilarious because <laughs> I'm the biggest offender of them all. Um <laughs> So let me ask you this. I was recently house sitting for a friend of mine, 
Uh, and this has actually jerk. happened twice. The last two times that I've done this, two separate people, both of them listened to the podcast. So this is really awkward that I'm bringing this up, but whatever. Oh, no. Uh, so I kind of got scolded. One of them, not so much. Uh, the one of them very openly, somebody's, you know, so I was drinking, I was drinking like some ginger ale that I had brought, by the way, mm. when, when we went to meet them there and they hadn't left, they were about to leave for the airport. And the guy goes, the guy goes, oh, d- did you get that from the back? Don't drink anything back there. Don't, don't uh. have any of that. And I was like, no, this is, this is from my house. He's like, oh, okay, good. And then this, the other person that, uh, I just house sat for, not the person who I was house sitting for, but somebody else that was also house sitting for them. We were like trading dates. It was, it was very complicated and convoluted. Um, okay. That person got after me for eating some of this person's peanut butter while I was house sitting. Did you use a spoon? Yes. Well, okay. I ate all of it. There wasn't that much left. And oh. I took the rest of it. So, oh. so here's my question. And I, now that I'm saying this out loud, I feel a little bit like this is the chip situation where I'm setting myself up for a bunch of angry text messages <laughs> like the time that I ate the last of Christie's chips. But whatever. Okay. Uh, okay. So my question is this. Am I a jerk for eating the food of the people who I'm house-sitting for? Now, let me also add this caveat. I'm, okay. I would not be paid for either one of these. I'm doing oh, this out of the goodness of my heart. That was going to be another question they of mine. Pets. Okay. I'm taking okay. care of their animals. One Ugh. of these people, I, I bought really nice dog food for them because there wasn't any dog food there. There wasn't. Okay. So my question is, am I, am I a jerk for eating food? Because I feel... I feel a little bit like that's kind of that's kind of your pay. Like when you volunteer to stay at somebody's house, mm-hmm. I don't need money. That's fine. I don't. I'm. I will gladly. I like hanging out with other people's animals or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm totally fine doing that. It's fun staying somewhere else for a few mm-hmm. days. Like you know, it's kind of it's fun. I and I don't mind it at all. And I feel like, I feel like you know, you you're not gonna eat all of their food. You're not gonna trash their house. You're not gonna be right. disrespectful. But I feel like having a little bit of food here and there. I feel like that's kind mm-hmm. of the payment for being there. Am, yes. Am I a jerk? No. Okay. Okay. There's There are levels on this, Jeremy, that we need to explore. <laughs> okay. First of all, you're doing this for free, you said? Mm-hmm. You're staying the night? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. How far of a drive is this for you? Uh, it was about – both of them were about 20 to 30 minutes from my home. 20 to 30 minutes. You're talking gas money right there. Were you reimbursed for gas money? No. 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 There was no financial tra- transactions with either one of these. And okay. let me just clarify in case they're listening. Uh, I, there was no expectation of money no, no involved. I'm happy to do it. And there shouldn't be. There yeah. shouldn't be any expectation involved. Uh, but when you when you take into account – that you have a friend coming over, they're staying the night at their house. Do you expect them to order carryout in that situation and bring it back to the house and eat? Because if I was at home, I would just be eating my peanut butter and eating whatever's in my cabinet. Mm-hmm. To me, the person who's who's having their house being sat yeah. should expect that person to treat it as if they were at home. Yeah. So if you have something in the cupboard, you have a little snack of it. Yeah. Uh, especially if you have an out-of-pocket expense for the dog food. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what would they have done uh, if 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 they left and they didn't have any dog food? 
I mean, they should have had dog food in the house for that yeah. dog. I mean, they would have had to gone out and get the food if they were staying there, you know? And so the way I look at it is you should be able to snack here and there. Uh, but here's where you went wrong, Jeremy. You finished the peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. There is, there is an expectation of people snacking and leaving, but you got to leave it there because it's when they find out that you ate everything yeah. that you've gone wrong. Yeah. It's out of sight, out of mind. They expect you, oh, he's probably going to have a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but I'm not going to know because when I get back, it's all still going to be there. Yeah. You finished it off. You that left seems, evidence. That seems to be my that seems to be my issue pretty consistently across With the, the board. Chips too. You mm-hmm. got to leave it there. You got to leave some there for them so you can be like I didn't finish it. I just had a little bit. I, I just think, had a little bit. I think it was uh Robert Pape who said uh, said to me, I can't remember if it was privately or whatever, but he said that he would let food go like he will let food go bad and throw it away before he eats the last of anything. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Just because of the potential implications yeah. there. Yeah. See, uh, the, mm. the, the person who's having their house sat should, uh, expect you to treat the place like it's yours. Uh, yeah. the, the, what's in your, what's in the pantry is yours. But to me, I've, I've never had a house sitter, but to me, if I left, one of the last things I'd say would be, you know what? The, what's in my fridge is yours. And most likely before I leave, I would get a six pack of beer. And I know you don't drink, but you know, if somebody – whatever they like, I'd get a six-pack of whatever they like and get some snacks that they like and maybe like give them 20 bucks for a pizza or something. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's what I would do in that situation. So it – I don't know. D- am, are you a jerk? No. And I have no affiliation with this person that you sat the house for, mm-hmm. but I think they're a jerk. Mm-hmm. Is that OK? Can I say mm-hmm. that? Yeah. You can say whatever you want. I'm not <laughs> going to stop you. I'm not I mean, going to stop you. You're doing you're doing them a solid, yeah. Uh, and and keeping track of their dog for them, paying out of pocket for the dog, mm-hmm. and you know at, at the very least you should be reimbursed for the for the dog food. I know you would never request to be reimbursed for it, but once they find out that you have paid out of pocket for the dog food, they should at least offer because that is actually going to the store and buying something to you know. It's it's not like you know driving getting reimbursed for gas. I I think hmm. you're in the clear. Just next time, just rule of thumb: don't yeah. finish things off. Just yeah. don't finish things off. I got carried away. I got carried away. I like peanut I, but, butter. There's but I mistake. do the same thing at, at a dinner table. I will not have the last of something that's on the table yeah. unless I look at everybody in the eye and say, "Do you want this? Do you want this? Does anybody want this?" No, I'm taking the last of it. I'm just not the take the last of mm. anything guy. Mm. Well, that's very thoughtful of you, Jeremy. I know. I'm a thoughtful guy <laughs> who's in love with myself and wants, wants to watch a clone have sex with my wife. Uh, all right. So uh, you you said uh, when we were talking, you said that you had some questions for me. I do. I've got some questions for you, buddy. Okay. Let's see here. So uh, show historians know that uh, you um, at one point in time were uh, much more religious than you are now. Mm-hmm. That's safe to say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I I wouldn't call you an atheist necessarily, but you I mean you were a pastor. Yeah. So you were much more religious at one point in time. Not not to say somebody who's not a pastor anymore isn't any isn't religious any longer, but um spiritual so, Jeremy, I'm not religious. You are that's good. That's good. <laughs> I like to hear that. Mm-hmm. When you were a pastor, did you swear? Mhm. I d- definitely sw- did. Yeah. You you swore? Yeah. Yeah. What did- and not only did I swear, but I, you know, I was like a cool pastor. Like I think oh. the first sermon that I preached at my own church, I was wearing cutoff jean shorts and flip flops. 
Uh, of course you were, but and that's your, I mean, that's, that's your, that's your uniform. That's isn't my it? brand. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's my, my brand. that's my personal brand. Uh, come summertime, <laughs> as soon as the, 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 the thermometer, thermometer, you know, creeps over 63 uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, in, in, in springtime, it's, uh, it's nothing but shorts and flip flops until October. I can respect that. Yeah. I can, re- there's no shame in your game. Mm-mm. No, I like to be comfortable. Skies out, thighs out. That's what I, I say. I like that. <laughs> I like that. So you swore as a pastor. Did you do the, yeah. did, I mean, the F-bomb? Not, you know, I wouldn't do it intentionally. Sometimes it would kind of sneak out. I I just, I tried well, I to did. be respectful of people. I know that it can be distracting for some people. And so right. I, I made a conscious effort not to. I wasn't like, I'm going to be the swearing pastor because okay. Mark Driscoll was already doing that. <laughs> but, right. uh, uh, but you know, it, it, uh, it, it, it leaked out a bit, but I will say, I mean, I spent the first, you know, I spent 18 years of my life living in a home where fart was a bad word. Me too. So puff the, the line between swearing, the line of what swearing is, is, is probably, you know, right. So like for you, if damn snuck out, Mm -hmm. you all pardon my French. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. you still you still swore uh, here and there, mm-hmm. but okay, because I I was part of the family where I mean I mean if you said dang you got a you got a funny look yep you know which is weird because my mom called somebody a bitch the other day yeah. and everybody in the house just stopped the record skipped yeah and my niece went what did you say <laughs> she's like seven yeah. nine yeah 12? my. My five-year-old daughter, uh, my my mother, who instilled in me the you know the belief that fart is a swear word. Uh-huh. Um, my mom spends some time with my daughter, uh, you know, every week, and yep. it has instilled that same belief in my five-year-old. And oh, so my no. five-year-old is regularly letting me and Chrissy know that our language is inappropriate and unacceptable. Enough with the salty language, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So- so d- what did you have to say instead of fart? Because, I mean, you still have to at some, for some point in time. If somebody passes gas, toot. you smell it, you got to acknowledge it. Toot, pass gas. Toot, pass gas. Mm-hmm. Those, are, those are good. Mm-hmm. We used puff. Ooh. Puff. And I said, Mom, that's, that's actually more gross to me. It is really gross. Like if somebody puffed, puffed, I mean, it's it's more descriptive yeah. <laughs> to me. Mm. Like it, to no. me, it's. I can picture somebody creating an actual cloud of gas when you say puff. Yeah. It's a cloud of gas. So yeah, I always I always said a fart. Oh, got in trouble for it too. Now, also when you were a pastor, okay. going back, did you watch porn when you were a pastor? Uh like even one time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But this was was this VHS days or DVD days? I'm <laughs> not that old. <laughs> no, I am that old. Existed. I had VHSs. The internet existed then. Uh, uh, maybe I had a slow connection because I I had a stash of VHSs. Oh no, no, I would have never done something like that. That would require too much premeditation, you know. But w- that's also Says the, the guy same. Who cheated on his wife. I was gonna say that's also well, and got somebody pregnant. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because I you can't buy condoms because that's planning it. Right. I gotcha. That so, makes sense. Same reason you can't buy a VHS cassette because that would be premeditating planning, which is way worse than oh, it's you know, I'm up late and I saw uh an MTV spring break that got me going and then yeah. one thing led to another and 
you have to release the demons. That's yeah. why I always say that because it, it's a it's a Christianese thing for me <laughs> to release the demon because once it's <laughs> once it's in your mind, you got to get it out. That's right. the way I got it out. Yeah. But uh, so my other one of my other questions, I've got a bunch of them. We don't have to get to all of them. Uh, clearly, you were the cool pastor, so you listened to secular music, didn't you? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but not like the, the I imagine as a pastor you couldn't listen to like the the really good stuff like back then it would have been like Marilyn Manson and stuff like that couldn't listen to that no no they go I back mean, and oh man I'm trying to remember the name of the song it's really unfortunate that uh, it, that Chris Brown has a problem with uh, domestic violence because uh, I actually played a Chris Brown song in a service one time. Oh my God. That's awesome. Uh, oh, and I can't remember which one it was, but, but yeah, I mean, we, you know, we would, we would sneak some secular songs even into like the music time, uh, oh in our services goodness. and stuff. Cause we Not were us. that cool. <laughs> if our church, if it didn't have its own page number in the hymnal, we, we didn't sing it. Yeah. And my mom was the the worship director too. So yeah. uh, so I've got a bunch of these other ones. I think I'm going to skip to a juicy one. No. You 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 talk about you you talk freely about the fact that you are sober. Mm-hmm. You haven't had a drink in how long now? Oh, a year and a half, a little over a year and a half. That makes sense because mm-hmm. I think when I saw you was November. It had been like six mm-hmm. months at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So well, I, uh, I will say this: there was one day, <laughs> there was one day in that you? year and a half where. Uh, where where I did have uh I did have a drink and it did not end well. It didn't oh, go well. It definitely really? re- it reinforced to me that uh that uh moderation and um having a drink is not something that I can do. I Wow. I so thought, did you, so did, did you not just have a drink? You kind of went overboard? Mm, yeah, overboard would be a very good. Oh, wow. Man, I'm sorry to hear that. That sucks. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I didn't know that. I, I mean, like I I I am not a sober person. Yeah. I enjoy my alcohol, but I can do it in moderation and uh it, it I I understand the plight of alcoholism mm-hmm. and and it sucks that that happened to you. That I, I I'm sorry. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that you know, I, I, I think that I started to think that, um, you know, I could do this. I can drink mm-hmm. like normal people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will just say that that was not my experience. So. Most true alcoholics cannot, mm-hmm. uh, from, from what I understand. And I've, I've done quite a bit of research on it because I was worried about myself for a while. <laughs> <laughs> no. But my question stemming from that is, mm-hmm. did you ever do drugs? Um, No, I did a little, smoked a little pot in high school. And, so you uh, smoked a little pot. And Did you ever dabble sense. further than that? No. Mm-mm. No? Okay. Okay. No, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. I know that I'm the guy that would like like do mushrooms one time and then like try and murder my friend and like eat his heart or something crazy. <laughs> like I just That's knowing, what they call a good trip. Knowing my knowing my brain and the way that the way that my brain works, I just don't think I don't think that it would. I don't think uh, that would end you. well. And, you know, g- given my proclivities um, for exactly. uh, substance abuse in other areas, I, yeah. I just feel like it's probably not the best thing for me to explore. <laughs> so do, did you exhibit any sort of addiction prior to alcohol? Do you have that sort of personality where you get onto something and you just have to keep doing it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I started a podcast called Nerd Out Loud where I, oh, yes. where I talk about things that I obsess about. Right, right. <laughs> and other people obsess about. Um, but yeah, you know, and honestly, what's really weird is even before my drinking got really bad, um, I think I, I had talked to other people and even said before, like, I just don't drink. I don't drink. 
because I, I, when I do, I, I think that, you know, it's, I like it a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just seems like it's not, it seems like it, it's just not a good idea for me to drink. And I had, it, I had kind of, ha- I think that I always knew that in the back of my head, but I didn't really accept it until it got really bad. When did you have your first drink? Oh man. Um, Sounds like you dabbled in high school. If you smoked in high school, you had, to I have... didn't really drink alcohol in high school. I was, I mean, I was under 21, but not by much. I was yeah, maybe, maybe 19 or 20. My first like real drink. I had a sip of beer every once in a while. I just hated it, yeah. which is crazy. Cause now I love beer, but, uh, I didn't get drunk until like three weeks before my 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I got drunk, first time I was ever inebriated. I'll take that back. One time I, I sniffed too much rubber cement in third grade. I didn't really know what was happening, mm-hmm. but uh, that felt awesome. Yeah. But uh, I didn't understand you know, what, what the <laughs> hell was happening, so I don't include that. But uh, yeah, I, I got drunk three weeks before my first uh, – my, my 21st birthday. That was the first time and I haven't really looked back. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I was just – I've, I've always wondered these like type of little things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and the, the final one, when, when did you start going bald? When did I start going bald? Yeah. Uh, man, I think I was 19. Oh, you poor guy. It was really bad. So uh, um, <laughs> growing up, I used to always uh, – I used to want to dye my hair. I used to dye my hair a lot. And I wanted to dye Me it too. like an unnatural color. But my mom was very strict. Like you can dye your hair, but it has to be a, like over-the-counter natural color. So I would bleach right. my hair. Uh, and there was one time where I kind of intentionally left a dye in for too long because I knew it would yep. come out this real strong color or whatever. Yep. And after that is one of the first times I remember washing my hair and noticed that some of my hair was falling out. And, and Do noticed, you think it was a result of that? No. So okay. at the time, I was convinced to go back to uh, crying every time you masturbate. I, I was, was convinced the same that God was punishing me. <laughs> For knowingly disrespect, knowingly hiding something and sneaking in line from from my uh, from my parents, so and desecrating your body. Well, well, and if if I was worried about my parents' rules, then it was I was still living at home, so I must have been at eighteen. Yeah. So yeah, that that happened very uh, <laughs> that happened very early in my life, I, and I've just you know I've I've embraced it now for what it is, but. Uh, it's interesting dyeing your hair. I I used to go to all of those like Christ and Youth Conference camps and stuff like that. Uh, you know, just summer camps for yeah. for Christians. And um, in the late nineties, I I think it was the thing for Christians to do. That was how we rebelled. We didn't drink. We didn't smoke. We didn't you know do the stuff that normal people do. What what it condensed down to is we dyed our hair. Mm-hmm. I went black. I went blonde. I uh, there was one one time I tried by myself to do uh, platinum blonde with uh, like really bright red tips because yeah. I was working at Hot Topic at the time and I thought it was <laughs> yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, because I was gonna spike my hair up, you know, and then have the red tips on. It was gonna be so sweet. It just ended up pink. Just my entire head pink. <laughs> but then I liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Nobody else was doing pink hair on a dude at the time, you mm-hmm. know? So and plus like I said, it was a hot topic, so I got all the chicks for I was the guy was the guy with pink hair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think that might have been something that uh, that us us Christian boys did back then. Yeah, was can you find a, a picture of your bleached hair? Yeah, I can. I'll try and find one. Okay, I got to find one too. I think I think I can find one. Oh god, those were funny <laughs> funny times. Those were the days. Times. Those... I was wearing Jinko jeans and pink hair. Those were the days. 
<laughs> oh, Alright, I've got others, but I'm not gonna we, we've gone too long on this, this part. Alright, so let me uh let me do this. T minus three minutes and counting. Five, four, three, two, one. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. So uh NASA announced the other day, maybe a couple weeks ago, that they're doing another round of hiring for astronauts. Yeah. Uh and I think I follow enough like space and space related pages on Facebook and Twitter and whatever that uh that my my feed was inundated for probably a week with NASA's hiring which was giving me I mean I I usually just live in a pretty consistent state of fear of missing out of you know just everything yeah. <laughs> in, in my life just being generally <laughs> upset and discontent and worried that I'm missing the next great thing uh and that because these days they can fa- they can pass by like that right to get the black the black and gold dress i mean yes. if you weren't awake at that time of night you missed it yeah yeah uh but this increased my uh my normal baseline fear of missing out to even more um <laughs> so uh there's only three requirements for becoming an astronaut, uh, you have to have a bachelor's degree from an accredited institution in engineering, biological science, physical science, or mathematics, which I do not. I, oh. I have a bachelor's degree. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bachelor's degree in biblical studies. <laughs> so, Was that an accredited university? I could talk about building a tower to space or trying to build a tower to space and nice. how well that worked out. That's Maybe. Prayer, pray yourself into space. <laughs> Maybe some some engineering involved in that. I have a two year degree to space. from an accredited institution, but not a not a bachelor's degree. So I'd have to go back okay. to school for that. Okay. Um, the degree must be followed by at least three years of related, progressively responsible professional experience uh, in several areas. So, like, you could be a pilot, a teacher, a doctor, something like that. Uh, just whatever okay. whatever your degree was in, you have to have three years experience in it. And so, then, do you qualify for that? Mm, well, I have three years of experience in what my degree was in, <laughs> but my degree doesn't qualify. So, if you can somehow finagle the, yourself through the first one, you got the second one. Yeah, I mean, I would have to go back to school probably to become a teacher, uh, and then teach for at least three years, and then okay. and then maybe I could apply. And that's if you meet the third requirement, which is the ability to pass. The NASA astronaut physical. Oh, that's tough. I got really excited when I first read that because I thought you're like a fitness guy, and so I thought that maybe, uh, I thought that maybe you know I could go through and you know maybe you have to do a certain amount of push-ups or whatever. Uh, but oh, I bet you it's more than that. It's a, well, it's actually more just like you have to be in good health. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you have to have low low blood pressure. I, I'm sure that yeah, I'm sure be that's between it. I'm, I'm sixty-two sure seventy-five inches. Okay. I, I bet there's more to it. I mean, like, like, like cops go through a physical fitness test. Yeah. Uh, you know, firefighters and stuff. And I, I trained for the firefighter one. That's actually – it's pretty tough. But yeah. then again, you they're not just because you're getting hired by NASA, you're not going into space. So it, yeah. it's probably not too physical. Uh, so the – I mean the if for no other reason, I would assume that you have to be at least somewhat height weight proportional just if for no other reason than cost. Do you know do you know how much it costs to put something up into space? Oh yes, you've mentioned this before. Go ahead and tell me. Ten thousand dollars a pound. A pound, god damn. <laughs> Ten thousand dollars a pound. That's like I don't know how they figure that out. Like if I, I mean if you have a big breakfast, that's a chunk of change. I could yeah. eat a pound I could eat a pound of food for breakfast. 
Oh, for breakfast? Please. Oh, yeah. That's easy. That's easy. I bet you they live off laxatives. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that was that. I mean, would you, would you become an astronaut, Jeremy? If, if, would you go to space? Oh God, yeah. If I, if I was smart enough, uh, if, if I was in physical, sh- like if, if if I was in shape for it, yeah. And these days, actually, we're getting closer to civilians being able to, you know, go up uh, at least to yeah. What is it, the stratosphere? Sub uh, suborbital orbital or whatever. You go up into space for long enough to be weightless for a few minutes and then come back down. Yeah, I would definitely do that. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, uh, experience free fall up there, like getting one of those big airplanes where they go up and like when they filmed uh, Apollo thirteen mm-hmm. and they actually took them way up there and they free fall. Mm-hmm. They would like free file free fall, free fall. F- for like thirty seconds and they go back up and then they free fall for thirty seconds and that would be fucking that'd be awesome. But yeah. space. Yeah, if I was if I was smart enough and in, in like peak physical condition, because those astronauts have to be in really good shape. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. love to. Do you have a bachelor's degree from an accredited institution? I do. Oh, what's your degree in? It's a bachelor in science, actually. Oh, which is funny because I didn't even take biology. I, well, I took biology. I didn't take chemistry. Yeah, I didn't take anything. They 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 threw theater because I'm a theater major. They threw theater into the Bachelor of Science program. Mm-hmm. So technically I have a Bachelor of Science, but I'm a I'm a theater guy. Hmm. So hmm. But technically I guess if if worst comes to worst to NASA, I've got a Bachelor of Science. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. All right. All right. Um so the the I was gonna talk about there was a naval missile test we should in talk about that. Los Angeles. Yes. So uh when was this? Um last weekend, like Saturday night? Yeah, I think so. I think it was Saturday night. Um so, so you know, no, I was looking for the date. I can't find it. Whatever. That would have been the 7th. Last Saturday, November we'll say, 7th. There was uh what people were des- describing as what everybody thought was a UFO flying over Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. People were freaking out about it. Like I saw um I follow like bad astronomer Phil Plate, who's actually your cousin or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Phil Plate's my cousin. Random. <laughs> Why don't you guys get him on your show? I've 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 thought about it, hmm. and I thought it might have been a little bit of nepotism, and and then I I gave in and invited him one time, and he never responded. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did it on Facebook Messenger, and I don't I don't think he has Facebook Messenger. So uh, I found his I found his email though. I thought about. Reaching out on that, yeah. so yeah, we'll see. We'll Maybe, see. Uh, yeah, he was tweeting the hell out of he it. He was tweeting about it, and it was kind of exciting. People thought it was a UFO. There was like this mysterious glowing orb or cloud or something, mm-hmm. and it was expanding and traveling across the sky. Uh, turns out it was a. Uh, let's see. As it happens, the military had activated a no-fly zone off the coast of L.A. Basically, and it was uh, so it turns out it was a rocket launch. It was some kind of missile. Um. A Trident Two D five missile test launch. Yeah, yeah. From a from a submarine, and it wasn't an active missile, so it was just a, it was they were basically just testing the the, the launch itself. Which uh, here's my conspiracy side of things. Do you think they might have been testing the reaction from the public? Maybe. I mean, I'm may- wondering. Maybe that would have been part of it. Think about how information disseminated that night. Yeah. It used to be something like that happened. It was isolated to L.A. They would talk about it. You might get a couple of articles in, in the L.A. Times, you know, 50 years ago. Um, and, and now 
you know, something like that happens. And I was, I was reading about it in the hotel room while, while I was drink, drinking my whiskey mm. that night before I went to bed. Uh, you know, and I, and I mean, it was as it was happening. You could watch live video as it was happening. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they're testing, you know, maybe, uh, making it look like a UFO on purpose or making it look as close to a UFO it, as it, Yeah. I mean, it seems so weird that they wouldn't mention it, but that's common protocol. The, I read, I read that's common protocol. Oh, they don't really? typically announce stuff like that. Yeah. They don't. But, I guess that makes sense because then people would other people that they don't want to be knowing how it works or whatever. I, right. the, the thing that bothered me w- was one of these missiles cost 70, $70 million. Yeah. Which is the same as one year of the new horizons mission. So that, that, uh, r- that the probe that we sent to, to Pluto to go take yeah. those pictures that, uh, you know, I, there's been, that were amazing. Yeah. It has been yeah. insane. So yeah. that entire mission for 10 years, the 10-year mission for New Horizons cost $700 million. So for one year of that is equal to one of these missiles that they shot off. Uh, was it the one of the missiles or was it the, the missile program for that? No, a Trident missile cost a Trident missile. $70 wow. million. Now, I, I get what you're saying, but to be fair, we are much closer to going to war right now than we are doing anything in space. Yeah, I mean, like not just little skirmishes that we cause in the Middle East. Yeah, I mean China, Russia, yeah. the big dogs. We are close to war with those guys. Well, so then why are we wasting our missiles on on tests? Because we got it. Well, you got to test to make sure they're doing all right. I guess so. Yeah, you got to make sure so. make sure technology's up to date. Yeah, because you know what? They're testing them. Well, so. it made me. Uh, it made me. Yeah, I was excited because I thought it was aliens, and then I was, was bummed. Uh, d- well, was... to be fair, the bad astronomer, uh, when he first started tweeting about it, he said, you know, this doesn't look like the pattern of a missile. And it was saying – well, I think he was saying this doesn't look like the pattern of like a uh, a launch, which yeah. I, I was thinking maybe he was he was thinking something like NASA. But uh, yeah, so I mean there were credible people online saying, I don't know what this is. Yeah. But the longer it went on and the more video that was available, the more the smart people could figure things out and not dummies with cameras just going, what's that? <laughs> oh, my God. It's the UFO. Well, technically, yeah. yes, it is an unidentified flying object, but it's not an alien. Yeah. Well, speaking of aliens, <gasps> did you – have you seen the uh, the excitement – uh, there's been quite a few articles posted on it about there. So there's a star called KIC eight four six two eight five two. Nice. Uh, yeah, I have that memorized. I figured you did. You're the space guy. <laughs> that would be rad. It's informally known as Tabby's Star. Is the name of this star. So um, the Kepler Deep Space Telescope was observing this star, and one of the the primary purpose of the the Kepler deep space telescope is it's trying to find other planets potential right. planets and so it does yep. that by observing stars it will watch a star and then it can notice when something passes in front of that star more importantly they make those public for a- amateur astronomers to review the data right so that you know instead of just kepler and the people on the team reviewing it you've got thousands of of amateur astronomers that actually pouring through the data yeah yeah, so they were observing this star, Tabby's star, 
and they noticed that what what they called a bizarre transit signal, which a transit is when it something goes in front of the star. Mm-hmm. So usually, uh, you know, it the the brightness of the star will dip, you know, five percent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, this the first time they noticed it, it dipped fifteen percent, and the yeah. second one that was even more noticeable, it dipped twenty two percent. Oh wow! So there's something going on there's this thing and there was all there's and it, to, to clarify that's when that's when they identify a planet when the when the brightness dips they say yeah. planet yeah 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 and so and this but it's was, usually the same and th- this is also how they are able to tell how big the planet is or how big yep. the thing is that they're observing so because science oh, <laughs> it's so awesome exactly yeah it's insane i love it um so the, the, basically, there was a lot of stuff when they first noticed this that came out and said, maybe this is aliens because it was so unusual, um, because of the, the fact that it was, it, that it dipped so much. So they were calling it an alien megastructure. <laughs> yeah, because it, because you would expect if it was the same planet, it would be a 15% decrease in the brightness every time it passes because the planet's yeah. not going to change size. So that's why they're thinking, well, it's irregular, 15 to 22%. That's, indicating that it changes in size yeah. so that is it is really interesting i haven't read about it in a couple of weeks is there any new information about it yeah so this is this is a little disappointing they were able uh, because of all of the attention that it got basically they were able to get some more time with these this telescope and they observed it um let me see. SETI. So this is from a Discovery News article. The SETI Institute decided to expedite plans to point a powerful radio antenna at the nearby star in the hope of detecting any artificial transmissions emanating mm-hmm. from that location. Sadly or not, depending on how you view the discovery of an intelligent <laughs> alien civilization, the first pass through a blank. So basically they pointed a uh, another telescope at it or another instrument, a radio antenna yeah. at the star. A receiver, of, basically. Yeah, saying yeah. maybe they're, you know, maybe we can pick up their radio transmissions or whatever. Uh, and, and let me ask you about that. We always say, well, if there's another alien life, another alien race out there, well, they're likely if they've made it as far as we have, then they should be sending out some sort of radio waves of communication because just, I mean, r- Old school radio, us, what we do doesn't actually go on the radio waves, but radio KCJJ in Iowa is going to broadcast <laughs> out and that's going to – that's going all the way out in space, just continuing on yeah. forever. So it's going to reach something if there's a receiver. That makes sense. But what if they're not using the same Yeah. What thing? if they're not broadcasting on the channel that we're listening and not just channel, but radio. Like radio is an actual wave, you know. What if they're using something different? They figured out something different yeah. that, that that we can't even – I mean as simple as a dog whistle. We can't hear a dog whistle because we can't pick it up. What if they have a big dog whistle? Yeah. And we can't pick that up. The alien you know? version of a dog – a people whistle. <laughs> yeah, a people <laughs> yeah. whistle. Yeah. 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 Well, so – so, you know, it's not uh, – the article does say it's not case closed, but it does make a vanishingly slim chance of aliens even more vanishingly slim. So Yeah. 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 Hate to be a Do you think kill. they're out there? Are they out there? I don't know. I want to believe. <laughs> they're out there. Yeah. They've got to be out there. Yeah. I, the, statistically, with the size of the universe and what we know, I mean, there's got to be something. The fact that we exist proves that it exists elsewhere. Yeah. Because – if it happened in one place and there's literally billions of opportunities for it to happen elsewhere, yeah, it, 
it has to have it, the the chances. So let's say it's just it's it's point zero 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 one percent. There are enough stars to at least have that happen twice. Yeah. Have have that chance happen twice because there's it's never ending. It's billions. There's billions of stars. Each one of those stars has, you know, multiple planets. You know, I mean, each one of I mean, there's billions of chances. So it's it's out there now. Are we farther ahead? You know, are are, maybe they're just in in a in a situation where they're just animals who haven't taken psilocybin mushrooms yet to become smart and have big brains like we do to actually be able to communicate you know you've been listening to joe rogan oh yeah love the guy (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but the thing is there there are probably there's probably life out there yeah animals crawling around amoebas it's just it's the jump that they make to intelligent life form that would be that's difficult that yeah that is completely different so yeah, I love well, talking space news with you, buddy. I, I I think it's one of your best segments. No, you, I've always I've you always and you nobody else. <laughs> I've always told you that, though. I, I like I like the space segment. All right, Jeremy. Well, uh, is there anything else? Anything else that you wanted to do that mention well, before we wrap this up? As is usual with, with with my podcast, I've got all sorts of other stuff we could talk about, but I, we 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 can't keep going. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll, I, I think, we'll do I it think again. We'll do yeah, it again. We'll, Absolutely. I do have to give you a hard time about not having my uh, my co-host Craig on. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was thinking about that actually when I was setting this all up uh, today. When I was as I was typing everything up, figuring out you know thinking about what we're going to talk about and getting ready to send it off to you, I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> so what you're saying is the thought of having Craig on never even crossed your mind until today. Uh, no, it definitely crossed my mind. I just uh, didn't think about how potentially hurtful it could be, Craig. <laughs> Craig, if you've made it this far, I'm sorry. Thank you for your understanding and your patience. And we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have you come on soon because I want to hear about your engagement story. And if you can't talk about it on your podcast, maybe you can talk about it on mine. <laughs> I got nothing on that. So we, uh, yeah. So you should listen to our podcast. Yes. This week, what we did, uh, I, I'm hoping that the activity on my shitty computer is. Not right now, retroactively deleting that episode for some reason because I'm bad at computers. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we we did a box office draft because the because I'm a big box office nerd. Oh. Talk about nerding out loud, nerding out about stuff. Oh yeah, I, we I, talked about the last time you were on last the show. Time I was on. I love box office numbers. It's mm-hmm. the dumbest thing to love, but I love keeping track of it. And Craig humored me. He actually thought of it to do a box office draft. We each pick uh, movies, you know, and whoever collects the the most money with the movies that we picked at the end wins oh man whatever it is who knows what we win that's I don't, awesome I don't know. yeah it's fun so we went through and picked all the movies and it was an opportunity to talk about the upcoming movies that are coming out as well hmm. so we went through and picked uh 10 movies a piece and uh and i'm going to win because i'm really good at this shit yeah and i also won the coin toss and got star wars <laughs> Did, oh okay yeah i was gonna I say mean, number what's one pick the, what's the what's the uh What's the Adrian Peterson of? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's Star that was a Wars. Bad example. I was gonna, Eddie Lacy, maybe. I don't. Uh, know. It's it's going to it's going to get close to Avatar. Mm-hmm. It's going to pass Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, which is unfortunate because Jurassic World had an amazing run, and in any other year it would have won by a ton. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure Star Wars is going to pass Jurassic World, and it's going to approach. Uh, uh, avatar numbers. It's going to be yeah. insane, and so that, especially worldwide. 
did you did you have a sleeper? Did you have one that you snuck in on your last pick that uh, you're hoping is going to blow up? You just took a chance on? Yeah, let's see here. Craig had a couple ones that I forgot about. Hateful Eight is coming out, Tarantino film. I mm-hmm. forgot about it. Mm-hmm. The Revenant, which is Leonardo DiCaprio. It's a it's a uh, it's a historical drama. If you haven't heard about Hugh Glass, go listen to the Dollop. Uh, Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds, they do a, uh, it's a historical comedy podcast. They did it on Hugh Glass. It's hilarious and he's the baddest ass American that's ever lived. They made, they made a movie about it. Only it's not going to be funny like the dollop piss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. My, the last one I picked was Trumbo, which is going to be a sleeper. Um, it's, it's going to be that for all, all sorts of Oscars and stuff like that. I think probably. The night before is going to do better than what a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, Seth Rogen Christmas movie. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I, it's going to do a lot better than people think. I know about that only because I am uh, obsessed with this show Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. And there was a there is a company that was on the show Shark Tank called Tipsy Elves, and they make okay. they make ugly holiday sweaters. And apparently, uh-huh. that night before movie has ugly holiday sweaters in it. Yes, they do. And yes, Tipsy do. Elves, I follow them because of. Shark Tank, gotcha. they got commissioned to resell the sanctioned ugly sweaters from the movie. Oh, cool, and cool. It's, you know, whatever, they're going to sell like $10 million worth of sweaters or whatever. But. Yeah, it's, it's I think it's going to be big. Uh, the prognosticators are putting it at like $70 million. I think it's going to be well over 100 mm-hmm. Uh But what we're what – we're, okay, uh, we're going too long. Uh, there's domestic <laughs> box office. There's domestic box office and international box office. Mm-hmm. We're doing international box office just because okay. it's a little more impressive as far as the numbers go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so – um, All right. Yeah, stay tuned. I, I I think I think if anybody can turn box office nerdery into comedy gold, it's it's us at the old Eureka podcast. Yeah. Which uh, one thing that I will credit your podcast for doing? I learned how to spell Eureka because hey. of of looking for it so much. So I will make it easy for everybody though. If you don't know how to spell Eureka, and I will put links to your guys's website and your Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff in the show notes, right so you guys can just find them at nerdoutloudpod.com or on. The notes for whatever you're listening to this on, you'll be able mm-hmm. to see them in there. So stop on by. Listen, uh, we're we're we're. Just, I mean, we've been we've been friends since college, and yeah. uh, we we BS with each other the entire time. We we joke around about the fact that uh, uh, basically it's one big long tangent. We, yeah. we set off to talk about one thing, and by the end of the podcast, we've gone down a rabbit hole, and it can be literally anything from me talking about. The best way to ingest ecstasy mm-hmm. to Greg getting engaged. Right. Well, <laughs> or not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think one thing that you guys do really you're, well you're is bitter about that. Y- you give a um, you give a voice to a group of people that is traditionally underrepresented in society, which is middle aged white guys. Right. I know. That's kind of my goal <laughs> same, is to really get our voice out it's there. It's the same thing that we do here at Nerd Out Loud. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a very it's a niche, it's a it's a niche for sure. But uh, that's absolutely. But absolutely. here we are. And one time I got really high and tried to talk about Ferguson during Ferguson, <laughs> and that whole thing had to get cut out. Oh, uh, you I should was shouting release that as a bonus. I would pay money for that. I was shouting. I was shouting. <laughs> I uh, do you still have it somewhere? I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Right. Yeah, put yeah. it up. I'll pay for it. I'll give you. okay it's a good one i had an interesting stance just like i said i said veterans aren't heroes i kind of went off on a crazy tangent on that one too sounds like an episode title it's just gonna say veterans aren't heroes in quotes and then you know dash jeremy henson 
and then, and then my, your phone, my phone number. number. <laughs> That's going to be the episode title. That'll be oh, perfect. God, please don't. That'll please be God, great. do not. <laughs> We're gonna... I will start praying again <laughs> if God can make that not happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Jeremy. Well, Thanks. uh no, Thanks for having me on, man. No Christy today. You're it welcome. Fun. It was pleasant. Um, do you have any last words for us? Uh, personally, no, but I'm sure you've got a couple more things to say, and I might feel like interrupting, so go for it. Uh, save the date, you guys. If, By the way, speaking of save the date, I gave out the date and location for our wedding, so you can listen to the last episode if you want to come to that. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm save, there, dude. Save the date. Odd Mall Emporium of the Weird Holiday Edition. If you are from the greater Seattle area, this is going to be a blast. It's coming up November 21st and 22nd. I will, again, put the link in the show notes and on the website and all that stuff. If you're in the area, come. It's up in Everett. It's free. There's a bunch of weird booths there, people that make chain mail. <laughs> and, like, there was somebody that had a booth <laughs> last time we went that had a bunch of paintings that were made with blood. Uh, what? Whose blood? Did you, did you ever confirm that? Uh, I don't remember. I feel like it was the artist's blood, maybe. I can't remember. Wow. I can't remember. Was he gaunt? There was some weird blood paintings. Um, somebody came with a possum and let my daughter hold it, which was interesting and terrifying all at the same time. So uh, anyway, if you can come out to that, you should. Um, and hit us up because we'll be there one of the days and we can meet up if you want to. But uh, besides that, guys, we'll be back. Um, maybe not next week, but we'll be back soon. Maybe with Christy, maybe with Jeremy, maybe with Craig. Hey, uh, it could be anybody. You maybe never with know. Jesse Dollamore. Hey, we've talked to quite a few people. So thank you for listening, you guys. Um, as always, you can find us at nerdoutloudpod.com. We're nerdoutloudpod on Twitter, nerdoutloud on Facebook. Just Google us, you'll find us. And uh, awesome guys. Awesome. Hey. Yep. One more time, thanks for having me on. And I just now decided to start periscoping this conversation. So uh, <laughs> maybe maybe we'll get some people uh, looking in on this thing. Oh, periscope! Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm on it, man. I'm doing it right now. Ooh, I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to download that app. <laughs> Do it. All right, guys. Well, never wait for cake. <laughs> and uh, Brittany, I'm sorry about all your peanut butter. <laughs> oh, hey, three knuckles deep, guys. <laughs> Let your nerd flag fly. <laughs> I need you here. I need you, Jeremy. I need you underneath me. That's where my sump up is.